Hey, yo, people, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Make Money Monday. Bang, 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 bang. It's gonna be an absolutely sick one. For the very, very first time, I'm gonna have a guest in the studio. A special guest. But right now, we're gonna play a couple tunes. All we come here for. All and powder. All we come here for. Bacchanal and water. All we come here for. Bacchanal and powder. Watch it. Watch it. I come to pay my money and dance in the water. Dance more. Why I done make up my mind chaos and disorder? I never come here to pose and stand up in a corner. Not at all. Especially when Galway's rolling like Harvard Warner. I come in here with a bucket of pins. Drink till I am fall like a fin. I never come here to act like a saint. Ask if I know more tell them I hear. I come to stand by the barrel of mud. From head to toe, boy, I broke like a flood. John like vampires attracted to blood. Running to we and them running because we're the one. Bacchanal and water, all they come here for. Bacchanal and powder, all we come here for. Bacchanal and water, all we come here for. Bacchanal and powder, come to me, girl, wine and go down there. We come to me, girl, wine and go down there. Come to me, girl, wine and go down there. We come to make y'all wine and go down there. Hey, come to wine and naughty this time of the morning. Watch it, watch it. Yeah, yeah. happy here to lose my voice from the constant party. Scream out, scream out. Ah. I'm not leaving that venue till the sun is rising. Not at all, not at all. Especially with inclusive drinking, my ticket pricing. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it now. I see some hot girl them covered in oil. Five Rastafari and wrapping the foil. I start to melt and the drinks start to boil. I'm still not putting on a week in the soil. I never come here for no bag of talk. I come to swoop down and yell like a hawk. I taking police ticket here to park. Reaching the venue even if I must walk. When I walk, I all and water. All we come here for.
a super special show. Remember, I told you 2018's is gonna be a special one. For the very first time, I've got a guest in the studio from Make Money Monday to talk about business and building and developing your business. This is an artist, not only an artist, but an entrepreneur. He sold just under 30,000 CDs. He has one of the top, if not the top, merchandise stores for an artist in the UK. Not only that, he has his website, he's written a book, a manga. Is there anything this man can't do? He goes by the name of Shadow. Shadow, let's talk. Yes, yes, people. This is the very first edition of Make Money Monday, where I'm sitting down with somebody and discussing business, future plans, how we can make some more money, and how we, what we need to do, and how we need to do it. So introducing you to a person that it is an absolute honor to call a personal friend. Um, I've known this particular person for about 10 years now, there or thereabouts, and I've seen this this person, this individual, raise his business levels exponentially. Um, I'm going to introduce you to, he's an artist, a businessman, he uses the, the, the term DIY gang. Um, he goes by the name of... He's a martial artist as well. He goes by the name of Shadow. Shadow, it's a pleasure to have you in the studio today. Yo, Mick Money Monday. We in. We in, bro. Yeah. No, happy to be here, man. Uh, thank you for coming around. Thank you for coming around. Now, Shadow, um, I know I gave you a bit of a long intro there. Mm. But just tell the people a little bit about yourself, about you know how long you've been doing this music thing, your studies prior to music, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, basically, I was raised by wolves when I was a kid, and like then I had to kill a lion, and right. somewhere along those lines, I don't, I don't I can, know. <laughs> I can see, I can see that we're gonna be real serious, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So you know what it is. I just love music, and I love the ability to create and have the freedom to do whatever the hell I want to do. Now, unfortunately, creating stuff doesn't pay your bills. So you have to find a way to monetize your artistic product. And I don't really like using the word product, but that's what it is at the end of the day. If you're selling something, it's a product, but it's a creative product. And there's nothing to say that when you are running a business in the creative industry, you can't do that creatively as well. It doesn't have to be so cut and cut and dry as a normal business. You understand what I mean? There's a lot of creativity involved with um, with doing what you do in the music business and I think nowadays we have so much more um, freedom and ability to take the career from zero to a hundred yourself independently without the outside need of a label or someone else controlling or owning it that there's no reason why every artist under the sun shouldn't also be a businessman or businesswoman okay so you kind of stepped right in there. Oh, yeah. You know, we, I was supposed to talk about me, wasn't I? You were supposed to talk oh, about wow. you and how you started that kind of thing. So oh, people yeah, can yeah. get a good understanding. <laughs> Sorry, people. My I just want to I just want to give advice and love and, and all of that. I'm not, you know, I'm not really on a me vibe right now. But okay, so I'm Shaldo. Um, 
lived in China when I was younger, trained in Shaolin Kung Fu, came back, got my law degree, then decided I want to be a rapper. Um, I was writing music, making music whilst I was in university and something in my head told me I can do this professionally and full time. And what, six, seven years later, I am doing it professionally and full time. I live entirely off my music. Last year, I won the Hardest Working Artist Award in the AIM Independent Music Awards. Also won the AME Award for Music Artist of the Year last year. We have to win some awards this year. Um, gonna be on Ninja Warrior UK uh, around April, May this year as well. Oh, what else? I've sold over 25,000 albums. I have one of the biggest merchandise ranges in this country of any independent artist. Try me, go on my website, come at me, bro. It's not happening, I will win. One of the biggest. Um, what else can I say? Well, you see- Oh yeah, I run a store as well. Yeah. Like, I see, this is the thing. When I start talking about myself, I forget half of the stuff that I do. No, but, but this is what you're supposed to do, bro. Yeah. This is what you're supposed to tell the people, because the people want to know how to do this, bro. Well, I run, I run a store, pop-up shop. Um, it's the first and only independent artist run pop-up shop in this entire country. It um, pops up in major shopping centers, like you're into Derby, um, all uh, shopping centers in Southampton, Peterborough, all over the country basically it sells a range of my music merchandise my headphone brand um i've also got a book coming out it's a manga a japanese style comic it's called the way of shao released three albums so far um and yeah i've done it all myself funded it all myself self-managed self survived self-motivated it's all got to come from self at the end of the day because if it doesn't then i don't know what the hell yourself is doing yeah i like that um right so let's talk now let's let's get to the integrity bro when i met you mm. um i think you just finished your degree yeah either you just finished or you're finishing you're, you're probably finishing your degree. probably finishing yeah um and we we're all on this music thing mm. right as um, so many people are as so many people are but the problem that i recognize having been in the game for so many years is everybody's on this music thing but i have so many conversations with people and they're on this thing equates to i'm looking for a deal to get a handout mm. you myself and probably only a few others mm. were never on that we're never on the whole look for the handout look for the advanced type maneuver we always kind of understood the power of self mm. and the power of when a label approaches you because of what you're doing you get to or you have the, the bargaining power of course you have the bargaining power now before we get to that because we're going to talk to we're going to talk about the mm. deal that you just signed recently etc but before we get that brother you used to go around with CDs mm. and shot CDs, man. Yeah. Have you gone from shutting CDs on road to having the UK's only artist-run pop-up store and the number one, I'm going to say it there, number one merchandise brand for an artist in the UK? And that's... Are we still taking into consideration maybe a dench? Or see that's, that's or why I, that's why I can't equation. see it. That's why I can't really say like biggest because I don't know how lethal is rolling because Dench is pretty big, but lethal is above my pay grade. You know what I mean? Like, I anybody that. anybody on my level, I guarantee you they you know 
you're gonna find you're gonna struggle to find anybody with a merch range like mine that sells like mine that you can live off entirely like mine um who is also a completely independent artist and doesn't have um you know any outside funding or label backing aside from one dude and i know him zuby my brother um but aside from that i can't really name anyone else i'd like to be proved wrong though so that's why i give that little disclaimer disclaimer yeah. okay and plus you're illegal man so there we know, go there we go ain't sure nobody suing me ain't nobody suing <laughs> nah but you know like i said man you started out there selling cds mm. and i think you was the first man i've seen with the approach of you never and correct me if i'm wrong but there was when you first first kicked it off you weren't really giving people prices you were just saying listen to it and give me what it's worth or no 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 I, I always started with price three was it three five I, the very first CD I had, which I think had about four or five tracks on it, I sold for three pound. Okay. But then I quickly realised that that I, if I put more tracks on it, I could sell it for more. So I upped that to five pound, and minimum was normally five pound. Like I was selling the single for three pounds, but that's it. Yeah, CD was normally five pound. Then I then I think it went to seven, and now at my store I'm selling it for ten, like straight ten pound CD. Yeah. Now you was bossing my head with that moment because I remember. As a man, I was see on when when you was doing your thing, it's like, yeah, I'm on road. I'm shutting singles for like three pound, hmm. bro. You know that hustle there. Yeah, well, it's got to be done at the end of the day because you know the amount of money I'd spent on putting the music together, I better at least break even on it. Otherwise, hmm. what really is the point? If you're constant, consistently losing money over the years, you're losing money over the years. I don't know what to tell you. Like this, it's it's simple, it's for it's you, simple bro. maths, quick maths. You know what I mean? Like it's. If you are not make, if you are putting in more money than you are making from what you are doing, it, it's only a matter of time before you run out of money, unless of somebody course. else is giving you money. If somebody else is giving you money, they then can take ownership of what you do. And from when they take ownership of what you do, you no longer have control over what you do, and that for me is a big problem. So I think you know always try and retain as much ownership and control as possible. But yeah, when it came to selling the CDs, it just seemed like the the natural way for me to do it. I like talking to people. I think that it gave me the ability to meet the people who directly financially supported my music one-on-one, -on -one, talk to them, explain to them what I'm doing. And a lot of those people are still with me to this day. You'll see on my any of my YouTube videos, people will be talking about where they met me, what when they met me, you know? Like, I've talked to these people. These are not just random numbers online. These are human beings. This is one of the things that I wanted to explore as well. <clears throat> what do you attribute like the percentage of your business and repeat business and so on, how much of that do you attribute to the fact that you're tangible? You go out there, you meet people, you talk to them, you have a convo, run to joke, look a banter, whatever, 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 sell them the CD and they remember. How much do you contribute to that that personal relationship? Like, I know when I look at your YouTube, mm. yeah, the amount of comments that I see, yeah, I met shout such and such at his shop here, I met him there, blah, 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 blah. And it's always keep up the good work, keep up the mm. good work, keep up the good work. And I look and, and I smile because I'm like, yeah, you know, you've put a little bit of a spin on the whole CD selling game where it's not just I'm going to offload this CD and mm. it's like we're going to have a personal relationship. But I don't want to talk on your behalf. Yeah. You know, tell tell us about well, so that. I'll answer your first question, I'll say modestly, probably about 80 to 90% um, of my business is as a result of having had a personal interaction with somebody more often than not it's in person but sometimes online i mean on my drive here somebody actually just ordered a cap and um this new thing that i've launched called uh personalized track where i re-record one of my tracks with a shout out to the person at the so beginning in in real language what dub plate 
Yeah, but it's it's for the fans, not yeah. for the DJs, you know. Yeah. So you can get your favorite track with a quick shout out from the artist, from the artist, which is me. At the beginning, like I know plenty of tracks where, like, if I could holler Buster and say, "Yo, can you can you just do break your neck with my name in it?" You know what I mean? Like mm. that sort of thing. Um, I just thought that'd be cool, and yeah, it's just nice to see people supporting that. And, and I, are people sorry to cut yeah. you, bro? Are, are you charging for that, or is that yeah. just a, yeah, okay. yeah, just a, a little price, so not not major, but mm-hmm. like a fiver for for the time it takes me to go do that and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's just a little extra bonus, um, just something nice for the people at the end yeah. of the day. But I think that. Ultimately, your fans are always going to want to support you in one way or another, whether it's buying your merchandise, buying your music, listening to your music, talking to people about your music, or coming to a show. They want to do that because that's what your fan is. That's what mm-hmm. a fan is. So reward them for that and and make them feel some sort of benefit for doing that. Give them something over and above what somebody who would just stream your track on YouTube and then forget about you gets. You know, get the give them a bit more of a personal relationship so that they feel a benefit and some sort of um, increased advantage to actually um, what's the word I want directly supporting what you do. You know. Okay. Um, I think there's a lot to be said for personal relationships mm. in most sales um, um, literature mm. or even conferences that you might go to. They will say to you you know the personal relationship where the person believes that then you know not even believes but the person knows you yeah it's a lot stickier as far as business is concerned um so yeah everywhere we're selling you're selling cds um and so the next natural progressive progressive step naturally progressive step was let me do an album because i can charge a little bit more money yeah, for the album yeah, yeah um then where's all so you start charging for the album now what were some of the challenges that you were you were encountering i think the main challenge was really just perception um, yeah. more than anything else because you're out there on the street you've got cds um without naming names or being too bad mind there are a lot of people who sell cds predominantly in camden who don't have the right attitude and who kind of bully people into buying the cds so when you're approaching on a different wavelength you get a lot of people kind of looking at you like that Okay. You know, so the whole shot in mixtape thing, the whole oh yeah, let me give you a donation thing. I had to make it very clear from early. No, this is the price of the CD. I'm not accepting one pound. <coughs> I'm not accepting one pound. I'm not accepting two pounds. This is the price. If you don't want to pay the price, it's entirely up to you. You can go check me out online, but I'm not accepting less than what this is worth <coughs> because this mm-hmm. is worth something. And if you don't put a, if you don't, if you don't put a value on your art, other people won't value your art. That's so you know? true. So that's the way I looked at it um, a lot of the challenges were just you know pre preconceptions of this music is not going to be good because this guy's out here talking to me if it was good <coughs> if it were good then I would um, I would see him on the TV or I would have heard of him already I'd hear him on the radio that kind of thing and I think that a lot of the time people don't realise the amount of graft and hard work that goes on behind the scenes in order to get to the point where you are on the TV and on the radio you have to go through that entire journey mm. so nobody can ever turn to me and say I'm an overnight success because I've got direct proof of people seven eight nine years back who were make, meeting me out there on the high street talking to me and buying my cd so you know this has been a long-term journey and i think long-term success cannot be taken away in the short term no <clears throat> and there's no substitute for experience or mm, hard work mm, mm.
you're about business, this is the right place for you. We're not like, we're not like those people in the suits and ties, yeah. This is Make Money Monday. I am Cersei. I gotta still remind you 26th of January Hoxton Bar and Grill Is our first residency Myself DJ Fernie DJ Neptizzle DJ Blase Vanguard all coming and representing our respective islands. Beer vibes, beer niceness. Dancehall, hip hop, R&B, house. Garage. Kuduro. Reggaeton. Anything you want will be played. But without further ado, let's get back into the conversation pick up where we left off, yeah? So, you got your guys in Camden that are bullying people. Hmm. Yo, by no, man. Not all of them. No, no, no. But no, that's but, a stereotype. But, yeah. And in America as well, you get that a lot. You know, you of go course. to Times Square, you're going to be hit up by like five, six people trying to sell their mixtape. Sometimes the CD don't even have any music on it. That's I've heard the story. Can I? But I think <clears throat> one of the good things with you was... And I've seen more people because I'm I'm always I always have this challenge in my mind of if I saw my bridge and done it doing it first, mm. then as far as I'm concerned, he created it, right? Yeah. So when you were selling your CDs, you were always walking with your 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 <clears throat> your CD player, yeah, headphones, yeah, listen to this, yeah. This is a key thing. I mean, if you're selling anything, you have to let the person listen to it. Oh, and absolutely. I, that was one thing I never got with a lot of the people who were doing it. They weren't letting the, the, the person listen to the music before buying. And more often than not, that's what would sell the, the, sell the music. I've had people straight up tell me I don't have money or I'm not going to buy anything. They hear the CD and then they go to the cash point or suddenly they pull some money out of their, uh, out of their wallet. Now, I've even got the card reader, so you can't tell me you don't have cash. You don't have cash, yeah. man. <clears throat> um... So then moving moving on from that, so we're selling CDs, and you said you sold 25,000 CDs. 25,000. Well, more than 25,000. Right. Yeah, it's, it's way more than 25,000, but I just say 25,000 is a round number. Yeah. It's probably somewhere around 27, 28 at the moment. Independently? Yeah. And that's 27 albums, 25 albums. Yeah, well, this is, this is cumulative. cumulative. So this cumulative. is across the three albums, um, plus probably, actually plus the first mixtape that I had, which I no longer sell. Mm-hmm. But this is across the journey. Do you know what I mean? So, <clears throat> and that's not including digital downloads because I don't really know how to count that. Because if somebody buys like three tracks off an album, what is that? You know, can I, how can I count that? I hear that. So we go from there and we start moving up. We start having the... You started getting inspired, or were you always inspired by? And his name escapes me. Tech Nine. Tech Nine. Uh, you know what? Um, I heard about him somewhere along my journey. It was certainly a, a while after I'd I'd, take, I'd started it off because I, what I really appreciated was 
it suddenly gave me a direction that I could aim and some sort of goal where I could say, okay, this is where you can take it to independently, which is worldwide. Mm. Before I was kind of doing it and thinking, well, you know, I don't know anybody else who's doing this. So everybody signed. I don't know how far I can take this independently. Am I going to need to get signed at some point? Then I heard about Tech9, saw what it was he was doing and thought, no, actually, this can be done independently if run correctly. And, you know, opening for him was a massive honour because he's definitely one of my favourite artists. Yeah, Tech Nine's dope, man. Um, I think when you look at the independent game, okay, because a lot of artists out there, and that's one of the main ambitions of mine for this particular episode mm. of the podcast is to explain, well, you've got a lot of artists out there that claim to be independent oh, yeah, yeah. that aren't because there's a man behind the scenes that's, yeah. that's giving money towards it and so on. But when you're truly independent, so when you're truly, truly face to the wind, shoulders to the wind, and you have to find the money to mix, master, um, distribute, case up, artwork, mm. all of that's coming out of your back pocket, you have to make sure so you're making that money back. Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> that's really and also And also that you can spend the money in a smart way so that money goes far. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I call it the condensed milk approach. I don't know if I've ever shared that with you. No. Um, my condensed milk approach for everybody that's out there if you're Caribbean you're more than likely going to know what condensed, condensed milk, milk is it, but I'm lactose intolerant so me and that don't run <laughs> <laughs> or it does run you uh, <laughs> but um, yeah condensed milk is what would you call it you call it a version of milk that you have to dilute mm. so it's like it's really like Ribena but it's milk um and the reason why I call my approach to it the condensed milk approach because a little mm. goes a long way. I don't know about you, but my condensed milk goes straight in there. I don't know about the whole. Milk. You use the whole can on there? No, not the whole can, but like a lot, a good amount. It tastes good, you know. <laughs> you put that in tea. That tastes good. <laughs> yeah, like, man. Don't, I... don't be stingy with no. What, what you mean about two drops? <laughs> nah, but like. the condensed my condensed milk approach, man. Use a little for a lot, just like Ribena, man. If you was drinking, you know, bottles of juice. Mm. There's a difference, yeah. right, between a bottle of Ribena and how much you can get liquid that yeah. you can drink and the Ribena. But anyway, regardless of that, that's what we're saying. We're, we're talking about using the little that you do get each time and reinvesting. What's, what were some of the things that you were reinvesting in? You know, first of all, it was just the CDs because when I first started, I bought a CD printer. So I was actually printing So that's up. the first thing you did? I was printing up the CDs myself. Yeah. So I was buying blank CDs, I was buying the cases, I was buying the ink, and I was actually printing them up myself and selling them. Eventually, I realised... I can. I've now got enough money to get them blast mastered and replicated, rather than doing it myself. Because the amount of time <coughs> I, was, I was spending actually printing the CDs, because you need to at some point realize that your time is valuable and mm -hmm. your time also has a price on it. And okay, you can save X amount of money by doing this, but what else could you be doing if you were not doing this? Good, you know. So I think that you have to place a value on your time, and as you progress in your journey you start to, your time starts to become more valuable than it was when you first started. When you first start, yes, try and do every possible thing yourself, but as it progresses, you can start to delegate and you can start to pay other people to do it. Now, the benefit of having done it yourself is when you've delegated to somebody else, you know exactly what they're doing and why they're doing it and what they should be doing and when they're not doing it right, you know? So, <clears throat> you're, so yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly it. Because there's something to be said for startup businesses. Mm. And that's that's across the board. That's not just music. Mm. Across the board. Day one, make sure you know how to do every single oh, job. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no right. inside out. No, you master your business is what I always say. Uh, absolutely. It doesn't matter what it is. As a musician, you should know the music business. If you don't, then you are going to get screwed over at some point because somebody who does know the music business will know exactly how to take you for a ride. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, in terms of, in terms of the in terms of what I was invested in, it was just mainly supplies to keep the to actually have something to sell. But eventually, I had a surplus of money, so I started putting it into t-shirts because people were asking me for t-shirts. So that's how the merch started. Yeah, yeah. So the t-shirts, it was just simple things. I designed it myself, designed the t-shirt myself. Had my first t-shirts printed. Most of those sold. I didn't sell them all because uh, I genuinely didn't know how to sell t-shirts. But I thought, okay, let me try this. Uh, after that, I invested in some more t-shirts. Those sold better because I was actually asking my fans this time around. I designed it, put it online and said, what do you think of this? Should I change this? Should I move this? And I got fan feedback. Slow that down. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and I'm not trying to be nurry from Drink Champs here, but I want you to rewind. Yeah. Because again, it's important for people to know. You're going to fall over mm. when you're an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. There's nothing wrong with mistakes and there's nothing wrong with failure. So you, you you then need to know at that point though, get your feedback, that's your first thing. You know, what went wrong, how do I fix yeah. it? So that's what you did. You got your first batch of t-shirts, you said, all right, boom, I didn't sell all of this. Mm. What do the people really want? I put, maybe it's a question that you put out what you wanted to put out. Yeah. What do the people want to well, see? Well, firstly, um, the first t-shirts I did, they were digital printed it looked okay it had a small design on it they were all black uh they were fine second t-shirt but they just didn't sell as well because i didn't have the avenues to sell them i wasn't doing enough shows i didn't have any online avenues to sell them etc etc second t-shirts i did i got the fan feedback i designed it i tweaked it based on what people were saying i even um added a tagline based on what somebody had recommended and i got those in black um, I got them in several colours actually I got them in black, blue, red and purple and then I got some female fit t-shirts as well and what I learned from that is that people like colours black is a good staple for a t-shirt but you should always have different colours as well in terms of what colours you need to know your fan base in order to decide on that okay. um, I mean for me I like blue because that's my favourite colour and the blue sells purple is a very good colour for both men and women um, pink is cool for women but I think the trouble is you you complete mostly you're going to price yourself out with men because most men are not going to want to wear pink whereas guys will be happy to wear purple and women are happy to wear purple as well so you've got a happy medium mm. uh, the other thing that I learned was that okay it's nice to get female cut t-shirts but realistically only women can wear those Men and women can wear men cut t-shirts and women are perfectly happy to wear men cut t-shirts because ultimately they're unisex. Whereas uh, a female fitted t-shirt, that's for women only. So if you're trying to maximize your investment, you really need to think about ways to do that. And there's nothing wrong with getting female fitted t-shirts if you can afford that and if you've got a big enough female fan base for that. But the way I looked at it was, let me get as many items as I can that can sell to literally everybody because then that maximizes my investment and I've got, I don't have any dead stock sitting around. Even from those second t-shirts, I think I've got like two female fitted t-shirts still left that oh, I couldn't yeah. sell at the time and now I'll, I can't be bothered to sell now, uh, but they're just there. And I, if I find somebody who fits it, I'll probably just give it to them. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the that that was one lesson I learned. And then from the t-shirts, I think I invested into snapbacks after that, then went to beanies, then jumpers, then hoodies. Then I started looking at the actual design of the material and the 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 um 
the what's it called the patterns on the material so now i've got the shower glow hoodies which are tell them about the shower glow my best bro. seller it started with the shower glow <coughs> t-shirts actually um they're glow in the dark t-shirts so my logo glows when you turn the lights off and then that evolved into the hoodies those are my best sellers easily and the hoodies sell for 60 pounds each and they sell they mm -hmm. sell like i i sold I sold, almost sold out of them twice over the Christmas period. Well, wow. I had a lot, you know, so. Um, and that was the, the pattern on the jumper. If I mean, if you want to see it, go to diygang.co.uk. But the pattern on the hoodie and on the t-shirt, plus the design that I'd added to it, plus the fact that it's glow in the dark, this is all added value, you know? So I've created my brand, but I've also added value to it. And then when somebody's walking around with it, they're not only advertising me in my name, but they're also gonna be telling people about this cool t-shirt that they got and this guy that they met who's doing this, this, and this. And so that is advertisement for you as a musician as well, which is free because the person actually wants to do it because they're a fan of you. And, mm. you know, I, I don't know what to say about that. That's, you know, it's invaluable. But once again, you, you go back onto the customer experience and, and there's a few things that you keep on um, hitting, not necessarily saying the words of, mm. but it's just that added value. Mm. You're adding value. You're not just, and and that's why I'm so proud of you as well. You know what I mean? And I, I just like Harry says, but I've been saying it forever. I believe in giving somebody their flowers while they can smell them. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a and, good one. And my my thing is that when I look at an example of business that's done, I look at this industry, and I'm not necessarily looking at Joe Bluggs, big name MC that has decided he was he wants to do a t-shirt line mm. or a cap line. I'm looking at people from grassroots that, yeah. that have gone out and achieved things. So you've gone you've gone t-shirts, snapbacks, jumpers, hoodies, jackets, Be yeah. Beanies, headphones. Beanies. Now the headphones is what I want to talk to you mm. about as well. So <clears throat> really and truly. In fact, tell us about the headphones because I remember when you first mentioned the headphones to me and the headphones have gone through a couple of design changes yeah since. the headphones have been weird because it wasn't it's one of the few products that i didn't make entirely myself um that i didn't make entirely myself it was part it was a partnership with a headphone company but it was initially it was just a sponsorship uh but my fans liked them so much that they asked to have to be able to buy them which God bless my fans is uh, which is a situation that's happened on numerous occasions. Um, I had one year where people would come out specifically to find me to buy my snapback off my head, and I made it a thing mm -hmm. where um, you know I'd say if you if you find me, you can buy my snapback, and this happened on multiple occasions where I'd just be out on the road selling my CDs, and somebody would come up and say, "Can I buy your cap?" So that was that was that was a thing that happened for a while, and I enjoyed that. So yeah, my fans are awesome. They 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 give me the freedom and the income I need to live the life that I'm trying to live. Uh, but yeah, going back to the headphones, the um, so they were like, my fans were like, um, yeah, we want we want these headphones. How can we get them? So I went back to the manufacturer. I said, look, I think there's an opportunity here. Let's work together and see what we can do. Um, we designed the headphones, boxed them up. I had a box with my face on it. Um, and yeah, started selling it online at shows, various other places, and they sold. And I mean, they sold out over Christmas, over the first Christmas that I bought them out, and that was fantastic. Um, and it was put, the headphones were part of the reason why we even started the store in the first place because you can't really take headphones out on the road in a backpack and try and sell somebody headphones. But if you've got a small island pop up shop and you've got them displayed, now you can. 
you know, it's all about perception at the end of the day and how things look as well. But the headphones that you had, <clears throat> I know you've been modest and you don't like talking about you, you, you. The headphones that you had weren't any regular headphones that just played music, bro. Right? Let's be honest here. Oh, yeah. You know why I actually forgot. <laughs> Tell them about the freaking headphones. Okay, man. so, yeah, they, they got four speakers in each ear. Uh, yeah. So the sound quality is off the hook, first of all, and it had to be because if I'm putting money into anything, it's got to be top quality. But I think the major selling point was it had a built-in MP3 player, so you can, you can store music on it. So those headphones actually came preloaded with my music on it. So if you're buying the headphones, you're you're getting my music. So if you've never even heard of me, but you just like the headphones, you still get to hear me. You know, so it's all about adding value and making sure that you your creative process is imbued into every single thing that you do. Listen to that, people. <clears throat> this show is called Met Money Monday, right? A man's just explained to you that he wasn't selling any regular headphones. He added value to it by making sure, by, by selling the type of headphones where you could download your music to the headphones and walk without needing anything, yeah. any phone. You didn't need no phone, you didn't need nothing. The headphones alone was what you needed to walk around, yeah, with your music. He didn't just sell you any regular hoodie or jumper. Man sold you one that glowed in the dark. So even in the dark of a dance, you could see man's logo in the dance. Well done, Sha. Right? So we then so you got all of this merchandise to go and I and and as you kinda alluded to, but the one thing you haven't spoken about that we're gonna get to in a second, um you got all the merchandise. Mm. You're now saying, Well boy, I can't really shut these headphones on road like that. I need a look pop up shop. Mm. How did you get into that? You know what? Um I just contacted a load of shopping centres, found out the process for doing it. It's, Sorry, it's, stop, yeah. stop. Why did you contact Why? the shopping centres? What, what inspired you to do that? Because you're inspiring people, bro. So what inspired you to do well, that? Well, what inspired me ultimately was the fact that I don't want to be, I didn't want to be 30 years old walking around on road selling CDs. That wasn't, mm -hmm. that was not my life plan. Um, the only reason I was doing it was to make the money in order to make the music. You know, needs must. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, again, perception. And if after 10 years, I'm still walking around and selling CDs, people who supported me over these years are going to be looking at me and being like, well, what is he doing? He hasn't progressed at all. You've got to show progression. So the natural progression for me, who is somebody who likes to talk to people and who has the ability to sell his music and his merchandise is to have some sort of stable place in a shopping centre. So yeah, it just kind of made sense at the time and luckily it worked because it was one of those ones where nobody has ever done it before. So we didn't know if it was going to work or not. Brother, I remember you calling me and telling me about this, right? Because people that you won't know, but like I said, me and Shao go back a number of years and we exchange business ideas mm. regularly. And I remember you calling me and telling me about the shop and I was like, wow, why didn't I think of that? Mm. That was so sick, bro. Um, well, it's, 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 it's good because, I mean, it just means that it, I only realistically need to work about 10 days a month at the store and then the rest of my month is covered based on the sales. I just did a 30, hold on, let me try and work this out. Probably about 40 day um, stint at the store over Christmas with two days off. And I'm not, I'm not going back to the store until probably end of February because I'm good. You know what That's I mean? That's nice. So, like, I've got the finance I need to progress my business without having to make any more money. If I make more money, well, I've got bookings in February, so that's cool. But if I make more money, that's nice, but I'm good already. You understand what I mean? So, like, I plan that out. 
to make sure that I can sit in front of my laptop and do what I need to do to 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 put myself in a position where I'm further along now, you know? Jamaican dun da da, hang round the shotters. Mad match, nigga, yeah, I hang with the killers. Twenty one, planet of the H, yeah, I hang around gorillas. Uh, I got AK, SK, HK, broad day. Twenty one, you a fuck boy, we ain't with the horseplay, bitch. Trump ass, nigga, did you do your chores today? Do you wanna take a ride with the core another day? Twenty one, automatic, auto, automatic, yeah. in the trunk, shoot the maggots, shoot the maggots with the pump, that it, that it. Love the paddock on my arm. Paddock, oh. got static, static. Pussy nigga, run your charm. Hey. Ghost like killers. Kill. Wu Tang, 21 news game. Draw dealers in the moose at the top of the food chain. Hey. Trapping the cocaine. Yeah. No game, shoot it with no names. You can play toe games. The whole game, kicking your domain. Drop from the heaven straight in the wild. Yeah. Trunk in the front, top, gotta slide. Ride suicides, we keep the shit alive. Yeah. Jumping at the public houses, don't you come outside. Private status, trying to land a jet at magic Going way up, on my way to cut the traffic Pop the ceiling, pop the bean, I need the balance Bloody ass is what I'm seeing, is way too bad your fingers, cause the cactus dangerous Broke you ain't us, we don't speak that language On the couches, Tom Cruise, I'ma make a scene, she snort a mountain Records on the outfit, I make a bounce in my life, yeah, CPR my pipe, yeah Please need the energy, only got a night, yeah Nike boys, we don't do three strikes. 
I'm living for my niggas that do life, yeah. Automatic, automatic, in the trunk. Shoot the maggots, shoot the maggots with the pump. Thought it, not it. Love the paddock on my arm. Paddock, you got static, static. Pussy nigga, run your charm. Ghostface killers, Wu Tang. 21 news game. Draw dealers in the Musang. At the top of the food chain. Dropping the cocaine. No game, shoot it with no names. You can play toe games, the whole game. Kicking your domain. Breaking the entering, do a business with them cause they can't break a commitment. No. Look, I'm a magician, I belong inside Magic City. Got too much intuition to just blow tuition on titties. I know Young Metro got this stick, that's a sick, he don't smoke. <laughs> Fuck around, get smoked. I can't think of one time I was put up on the spot, then I choke. I can't, I can't think of one time I got rich and went broke. Whoa. Bitch, I'm doing digits all business, big business. See me on the block, mm-hmm, bitch, it's still business. See my dick off in the mouth, yep, bitch, it's still business. Oh. Yay, said. Kill them all, got the only witness I'm set, sunset Put it down for the team that I protect Bitch, please do not interject If you move too quick, I might take it as a threat I'm consistent, I'm persistent, gotta get it Bitch, I risk it, time to hit them big licks And make that shit a tradition Yeah, what goes around comes around Faster than fidgets, man, out here is frigid Man, these streets is vicious About to get my girl some kisses to start a family business Cause it's all about business Yeah, big digit business Yeah, look, we out here trying to start a franchise We tell the truth, you telling stories Run a campfire Yeah, it's all game, ho, let it soak Me and my bros rock the same chains around like we a coke I'm the one in the bunch, they protect me like the Pope Going all night on a daily though Rolling down seven mile, better thou Hit downtown and hit the out Nothing free, not even style Free vest, oh yeah, let em out King of my city, man, I feel like I'm Coretta child I'm my mama's son, I gotta rise, I can't let her down Bitch, I'm doing digits, all business, big business See me on the block, mm-hmm, bitch, it's still business See my dick off in the mouth, yep, bitch, it's still business Yeah, he said, kill em all Got the only witness, I'm set, sunset Put it down for the team that I protect Bitch, please do not interject If you move too quick, I might take it as a threat Got them waiting for my verses like it's Christmas to come Would talk about my exes, but I'm dissing them all About four closed houses and I'm fixing them all Anytime I call work, it with pistols involved Yeah, I'm talking big business, here go the statistics One out of every five people trapping turn snitches Get up out the game, put it up for a raining Hardest working man in showbiz, no complaining Yeah, I get a rush from the grind Touchdown, bust down, single for tonight When she come over deep Tissue next shoulder. Got a restaurant, a label, and a clothing. Line ain't line. Line down the street. Discount cold, first come, gon' eat. And this ain't for the week. I do it every week. I do it in my sleep. In it like ink. Bitch, I'm doing digits, all business, big business. See me on the block, mm hmm, bitch, it's still business. See my dick off in the mouth, yep, bitch, it's still business. Yeah, he said, kill them all. God, the only witness. I'm set. Sunset. Put it down for the team that I protect for my team. Bitch, please do not interject If you move too quick, I might take it as a threat Look, boy, the business
that's internal The vision's eternal These niggas will burn you Don't ask no questions If that shit don't concern you I've been standing outside all day Man, rocking my dermal My off-white came straight from Virgil My brother's on side of me That's who I turn to When shit get too turned To handle it dolo And it's too lit infernal While you was dozing Knocked out, I was nocturnal I wrote every single success I had first in the journal You bitches nothing but hurdles Boy, I hop right over you Who the fuck you think watching over you? I'm God's favorite You couldn't pray hundred times a day They had me over and through I'm the bipolar you I'm doing what you way too hold to do I got an ocean view overview that reminded me this is overdue. Jeez, I don't got feelings, I just feel seats. I'm on fleet, I don't retreat. Whoa. I did this shit in my sleep. It's like I don't sleep. I don't cuddle, bitch. I'm the team captain inside the huddle. The man in my house and the man your little brother grew up Straight. to. The man in my hood and all the other hats that I juggle. Straight. You niggas, my little cousins, little niggas. Oh, Nobody's son in me. If I am a son, I'm the one you look up to. I look up. Fuck you. Big business. Superstars feeling like a pop star Drinking in it bad Bitches jumping in the pool And I ain't got on no bra Yeah, the front or back Pulling on the tracks And now she screaming out no more They like Savage Why you got a 12 car garage And you only got six cars I ain't with the cake And how you kiss that Your wifey say I'm looking like a whole snap Green honeys in my safe I got old racks LA bitches always asking where the coke at Living like a rock star, smash out on a cop car Sweeter than a pop tart, you know you are not hard I done made the hot chart, remember I used to chop hard Living like a rock star, I'm living like a rock star I've been fucking hoes and popping pillies, man I feel just like a rock star 
brothers got that gas and they always be smoking like a rock star. Fucking with me, call up on no Uzi and show up, man, them the shot toss. When my homies pull up on your block, they make that thing go gra ta ta ta. I'll be reading braille Pull off in that GT with some 
seagram ginger ale Tell that bitch I'm Oprah, she couldn't even be Gail I'm me, when will these girls ever see Quality control. And that's the real. Well, what up, Nikki? Is she for keeps? Somebody tell me, is she? Somebody. Earlier on, I played 21 Savage, I played Post Malone. Oh, is she for keeps? I played all the people in this little quarter, but we're gonna move on back again. Somebody tell me, is she? Remember, it's make money Monday. Don't make nobody tell you to look for what you already have within you. Strive and achieve. Oh yeah. The one thing that I'm missing that I'm kind of pissed you yeah, haven't mentioned yet. The van. Oh yeah, I did forget that. The van, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a personalized van with my name on it. Um, it's blue and black. It looks dope. If you see it, like wave at me. Um. Hold yeah, on. the shadow shit. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. And I keep on interrupting you because I just don't like this modest thing. This is Met Money I'm Monday, you, I keep bro. Forgetting it, like I, I, until you mentioned the van, I'd actually forgotten about it. This is Met Money Monday. This is where we celebrate you, bro. <laughs> yeah, so we're celebrating you. You've got a personalized van, not no regular white van, a personalized van with your face on the side of it no it's not it's got my name on it i thought (laughs) thought my face would be a bit too much do you know what i mean like i know i know man's sexy and all that but let's 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 tone it back a bit um yeah i i it's got my name on it it's just mine do you know what i mean it's free advertisement yes in my opinion it's better than um i don't know like paying for a two-day billboard or something like that which will probably cost the same amount that i paid for the van but um well, actually, I can't say that for definite because I don't know how much that sort of thing costs. But I imagine in prime areas, it's going to be expensive. It's going to cost you a good couple, couple tens of bags. So um, the idea behind the van was literally the story behind it was I'd just done a show in Southampton. I brought all of my merchandise down. It had been a good show, sold a load of stuff. And then I'm trying to fill my car with boxes. And... I'm playing Tetris here and I finally managed to get everything in it except for one box. I'm looking at this box, I, I don't know what I can do with it. Like, it's got hoodies in it. I need this. I don't know where I'm going to put this. I might have to take everything out of the box and kind of str- throw it around the car just to get it all in. But there's no way this box is getting in the car. Uh, so I had to give it to someone else who was going back to London for me. And it's that at that point that I realised if I wanted to progress my business, I needed some sort of bigger vehicle with more space. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise my business was only going to be as big as how much I could fit in my car. So I started thinking one of those small vans. But then one of my fans actually, who because I, I put out I, I put out some thoughts on Facebook just saying, looking to buy a vehicle, don't really know what I need, etc, etc. A guy who really knew vans got in contact he loved my music he wanted to help so me and him went around we looked at a load of bands and eventually settled on a big boy band because i thought if i'm going to progress and if i'm going to grow i need to forward think so i got i got a big van with the intention of filling it now when i first started i could have slept in the back of the van if i wanted to because i only had a couple boxes in there about four or five boxes i never did by the way because i do hotels because i got standards and i like to wash but I could have if I wanted to. Now you cannot walk inside that van. Like it's got probably about 20 boxes in there. It's full of stuff, all merchandise, all stuff related to my business. And it's been able to grow because I've had the space to grow. Um, to the point now where I, I start to think I probably need like a bigger van or I need two or something like that. Wow. So, so <clears throat> it's, a, it's a state of mind, bro. Mm. Like 
what you're saying to me here is we started out in the car. Yeah. Okay. But my brain and my business, yeah, whilst it can fit in the car, I'm not thinking about the car. I'm thinking that I need to grow it to van size. Yeah, and you know, I think you also need to have a certain mentality because some man would not want to drive a van because they want to drive the Merc or they want to drive the BM. And the amount of money I spent on it, yeah, I could have got a nice car for that. But I was thinking about my business and I'm thinking that, you know, okay, I'm spending that money on like a decent car, but how is that car making me money? Well, this, van ha- this van has made me more than enough money because it's a van I can travel the country on diesel and it's not going to cost me as much as on petrol and vans are workhorses. But in short, bro, has the van paid for itself? It's more than paid for itself. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, just in terms of the convenience and the ability, because I couldn't, I couldn't even do the store without the van. Like, mm-hmm. real talk, there's absolutely no way I could do the store without it. Um, I took a month's worth of clothes, merchandise. I took my stu- my recording set up all up to Derby and that all just fitted in the van. I even took my bonsai tree in there as well. Oh, I, wow. Yeah, I didn't, want, I didn't want it to die. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's crazy, man. I, I, I love to hear this. I love to hear this. You're in the van. You travel, you travel the country with your van doing pop-up stores, mm. um, selling merchandise, selling CDs. Um, now it's, we've it's good for it's good for festivals as well that kind of stuff even to the point now where I've just invested in you know them um, them kind of trolleys that can that can take oh the weight. hydraulic kind of yeah well it's not like a hydraulic one but it's a push trolley because now I'm thinking right I want to go to a festival and I want to take the merch from uh, point A to point B and I don't want to carry bro. the boxes so let me just put it on the trolley you're and push. ramping bro so yeah I can you know everything's everything's kind of come, and it's blue by the way because of course it is. blue is my thing so yeah <laughs> <laughs> nah that's crazy man you have some regular A team type old school A team type manoeuvre yeah, all up in the like... van everything you need is there like the the, the mic is in there um, the merch is in there like I can I, I at one point actually I was looking to set the van up so that I could do live performances from the van oh stop it now bro. but I decided against it because again perception you know mm-hmm. like you, I need to be in venues doing it properly you know, I believe performing, so performing from the back of the van is all well and good at an earlier stage as a PR career. thing yeah in the earlier stage of the career but it's gone long past that now yeah um, what I wanted to uh, what I wanted to ask you about though you know we, we we've covered the merch side of it, the sales mm. side of things. Now, music. Mm. So we know you're doing the music, bro. Right? You're, you're getting these CDs. You're selling it because people are rating you and buying CDs. Yeah. Um. Not the CDs, by the way. USB wristbands now as well. We're gonna get to the list just, of merch. Just remember that. Just remember that. Just, you know what I mean? You want to stunt? You want? When I'm asking you to stunt, you don't want to stunt. <laughs> now, nah, but here's the thing. Shows, bro. Mm. Because none of this, and please forgive me, and please tell me I'm wrong. I'm not afraid of being wrong. Mm. None of this is done, being done by you know the whole trial, the judge and jury being social media. It's not about you being viral and getting them viral followings and all of a sudden being an overnight success. It's literally done by shaking hands, yeah. meeting people. So well, I'm, I'm really rubbish at social media, so it has to be because yeah. it's just not my forte. It's just but not something I'm good at. I suppose what I'm getting at, bro, is. And I know you got your following on social mm-hmm. media, um, but everything that you're doing is almost almost defies logic. When because a man would look at your social media following and go, "Okay, that's his following," but then when you when you if you're just looking at that as maths, yeah, they're not seeing the bigger picture yeah. that is you. No, not at all. Not you at know, all. 
Um, and I think the the added logic to Defy is the fact that I am also on Spotify, but people will still buy, buy a physical CD and pay additional money for it, despite the fact that they could just listen on Spotify for free if they wanted to. And the reason being is because you add value in the interaction and you give people a reason to support you with, uh, financially by buying a CD. They're not just buying a CD, they're investing in your career. They get it signed, they've met me, they've got a story now. And know? people are happy to, I think, as far as business is concerned, once you get in front of the right people, people are happy to support. I know times are hard, money's hard to mm. come by, but people always seem happy to support something that they believe in. Yeah, but and I would say on average, I get per per head, I get about a twenty-five to thirty pounds spent per head. There you go. Um, you know, some people I had some people spending about a hundred, hundred and fifty in one sale at the well, store you know and that's just because they want to support so they're buying cd they're buying t-shirt hat jumper etc etc so do you ever get people at the store that are just exactly like that like what else can i buy i want this this this, this sometimes this, i everything. mean you know you need, you need to show them around and i don't i don't like a hard sell i'm, I'm not a yeah. hard seller and i don't like that you know i don't ever push someone into anything i'll just show them what's available let them try things on if they want to buy it if they feel they can afford it then cool you know, if they can't, if they can only get a CD, then cool. If they can only get a wristband, then cool. The point is, you're supporting what I'm doing, and I appreciate it because that extra little money in my pocket is going towards making more music. That's amazing, man. Um, or keeping me alive, which also helps me. It's important. Music, yeah, that's important. I remember one time we, you, me, and Lean got in the car and drove to Scotland. Yeah, that? yeah, I do because I was in Edinburgh. Um, when was that? Like two years ago. Yeah. Ah man, freestyle survival. Yeah, no, no, I remember that because I, I remember where we were because I walked past it when I was in Edinburgh the last. Oh, time. yeah, yeah, flipping. That's gotta be about five years ago, bro. Oh, that was that's probably about six years ago. But I was yeah. in Edinburgh. Oh, and you saw the spot. Yeah, okay, yeah, I get you. Yeah, nah, but <clears throat> it was mad. People just for your knowledge, myself, Shadow, and a mutual friend of ours. A great person, amazing freestyler mm. um, called Jaylene. Doing extremely well for himself, by the way. Yeah, extremely well. Yeah. Um, all jumped in the car. Well, drove non-stop to Scotland, by the way. Actually, before we get to that, I don't know how that... The idea came about because we were sitting down chopping it up as we yeah. do being humans and being male and coming up with that. Yeah, man. Yo, we should just travel the world freestyling. Mm. We should just travel England freestyling. Oh, you know what? Let's do it tomorrow. Mm. It was kind of like tomorrow. It was, was it yeah, a well, couple no, of no, days or so? It was a couple of days because I, I printed up all the CDs because I printed yeah. like 100 CDs. I've still got a couple of them left. <laughs> that was crazy, bro. It was literally I barely like a slept. few days. I barely slept because that took a while. It was a few days, but we jumped in the car and we said, all right, we're going to start in Scotland. Mm. I will never forget. Big up Dave Boyd. Big up Andrea. Yeah. Yeah. You guys were the first ones that said... Yeah, because we put it on the internet. Yeah. If anybody's got it, we put it on them days. It was Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah. There weren't no, was it? Or Facebook, Facebook was Facebook, about, but yeah. it wasn't like how it is now. Definitely no Insta. Mm. And we put on the um, the Twitter. Yo, we're gonna be traveling all of the UK and just freestyling and surviving by selling CDs. Yeah. Um, can you, if you can put us up, please do. Mm. And we're starting in Scotland. Yeah. And that day we get a message. Yeah, you can come and stop at ours. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if who broke the shower. Big up, Dave. Somebody broke his shower. I didn't break the shower. I, I didn't know, break the I shower. Know, I know that. Maybe it was lean. Um, well, he ain't here, so you can't defend himself. <laughs> exactly. That's why we're blaming him. Um, and we 
we actually did it. Yeah. We, we, we yeah, I remember, I remember Newcastle. We was, we yeah. was there in Newcastle pretending to be American and asking people where Buckingham oh, Palace was. Oh, shucks. I remember, I remember the bacon sandwich. I had that be- the best bacon sandwich I've ever had in my life in um, in Glasgow. Oh, and we had that haggis as well. You had the haggis. I tried I the haggis. I tried it. I tried it. Um, you know what? Because I bought, I think I bought the haggis from Tesco and we tried to cook it and it went a bit wrong and I oh, tasted yeah. it. Tasted it. I was like, no, I'm, I'm not sure if it's meant to taste like this or smell like this. So I allowed it. Because <laughs> oh. now, now, you know what it was? Because we kept it in the back of the boot. Damn. And it was warm. It was yeah. hot. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I tasted it, I was like, I'm not sure about this. Because I later had haggis again, where somebody else had cooked it, and it tasted proper. No, well, it never tasted proper. Oh, really. okay. Come on, it's the heart, lungs, and liver of a sheep. Nah, I mean, it's it's no, that, it was never. There's no, there's no way that's ever tasted proper. That was never. So big up everybody. That we had. But you know what? When in Scotland, you, you know gotta, what I mean. Like any time I go to a different country, I like to you gotta try, like, it, man. try to try what local cuisine. Is, yeah. Um. So we did what? We did Scotland. We did Newcastle. Leeds, I think. Yeah, yeah. we did Leeds. Was it Leeds? I think, or was it Sheffield? No, before we got there, bro. Remember we did that? No, we did Glasgow. Uh, the night when we shelled the party in Glasgow. Yeah. We just, because we kind of just turned up at dances and said, look. <laughs> kind of bullied them. I don't think you can get away with that now, but it was just like, look, you got a mic? Cool, we're going to shell this. Yeah. Just, it just came in and did it. That was it. I remember that night, man. That night yeah. was like, that was oh, at yeah. the, the art, art school. school. Yeah. The art school in Glasgow, I believe, where... The security was like, nah, 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 you can't come in. I was like, yo, man, I'm, I'm, we, we can do this, man. We got yeah. we got music out of the road now. We're good. We end up going. We end up jumping on the mic. Uh, you know, no, the mics weren't working because the wires weren't working. And then Lean did a mat. Lean, Lean came like the A-team fam. That was, that, he, he was there in in the wiring system with the engineer. Invented stuff, man. Was like soldering. I don't know where he got a solder machine Lean. from. Fully rewired, rewired the, the entire system and got the mic working. Got the mic working. We stepped up oh. and it wasn't an embarrassment. We shelled that whole party. I, I, you know, I still got the footage. Um, oh. I think I put that on YouTube oh. somewhere. Yeah. We killed that party. You know man. what? I completely forgot about that entire section of my life. Yo, fam. And then we went to Sheffield, did the same thing. Yeah. And I'm vaguely remembering another party. I think that might have been Brum because at that point my voice was gone. Yeah. And couldn't I couldn't really do much apart from just get on the mic and be like, ah. but anyway, the point I'm making is, we started, we we just came up with an idea. Mm. We started and we said, fuck it. However, however it works, it works, and it fortunately worked out for us, or else we wouldn't have been. Sometimes you just need home. to leave your house. Sometimes you, know you just I mean? need to get like, out your comfort zone. There's, as I always say, there are talkers and there are doers, and mm. there are too many talkers out there, and a lot of people just talk, 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 and never actually do anything. And sometimes even if you don't fully know what the hell you're doing or what's gonna happen, the minute you step out of your house and start making moves on doing, you've already done more than 90% of people. I recognize that as well, bro. Mm. Um, and it's important to recognize the doers, especially yeah. within the culture, man, that um, it's, it's, just, it's just so important, it's key. Um, it's key to step outside of your comfort zone. It's key to just say, all right, then cool, I'm gonna try this. And it's okay if it don't work the way I envisage it working. Mm. Um, you as a man, you know, and I, and, and I love, some people might hate it, but I love to repeat the same thing here, saying you've gone from shutting CDs to having your own shop, pop-up shop, to having a van, you know, your own personalized van to where you are today. Mm. You're three albums deep. Yeah. 
Um, you're going for your fourth album now. You're gonna start EP. writing. You're EP. gonna go EP. for EP, yeah, EP first. EP this year. Um, I might try for an album this year, but you know what? I think with an album, it's a snapshot of your life. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a transition period of my life right now where I'm moving into the next step and the next stage where album three i can definitively look back at that and say i'm not the same guy that i was at album three but i'm not there yet you okay know what I mean? so i'm until i've fully like slotted into that role where okay i'm in album four lifestyle now i don't really feel like i can make really album four yeah i hear you From me looking at my face, you see a de la vegan Well, I said, come Max and Glazer and Chief Federation Strictly roots and culture play by nice station Yo, yeah, yeah, me Latino youth, them and all the money promoter We are doing this to the dance, done ram ready Spain town original And my neighbors drink out of a Spanish town hospital To me, my name, Nana, Spanish town original And my papa name, Kaneka, Spanish town original And my granny name, Peggy, Spanish town original Them colors, the caca, she don't normal Fi a grandson, Kanex, a chief field marshal If I dance at school, we are the principal And now we are the real microphone officials Give them a new style A spurling in a me goodies I'm a well physical Well I'm offering Papa Granix microphone official Me read me Bible every day I'm somewhere well biblical I meditate in the morning somewhere well spiritual I said original Granix Representing from prison over Live and direct Hear me now I grew up in a place called De La Vega De La Vega Spanish town rocking Him day up on the scene Vines swing out like a siren Bring your little picnic and my lyrics them clean No cigarette, no day I just strictly the green And send an alcohol, no day I just strictly spurling I'm a afraid bring my woman cause a royal redeem Remember said the king of kings done crown with the queen Oh, me fell left my woman and a sprawl with machine And me can't dance with no M16 Can't wind me good deep on the all 14 And I'm offering Papa Granix and the Royal Redeem Come, push up your hand them and the Royal Redeem Come, hug up your woman and the Royal Redeem Well, I'm offering Max Glazer and the Royal Redeem And I'm one Kenny Museum and the Royal Redeem Well, I'm the whole Federation and the Royal Redeem And the whole of Brooklyn and the Royal Redeem Spanish town well and we royal Thank you.
the pressures of a life and it tough Now stay down, mama time pick it up Now bother with the down, full style, strictly up Full vibes, now pick it up When the bills, them, the rent and the mortgage due yeah. Yeah. When me chalice, when your best friends are gone and it's only you yeah. Like a past split, turn up the music Skanking swing, everybody wanna feel like
plus CDs sold okay merchandise running off the shelf you can go to www.diygang.co.uk um ninja warrior oh yeah yeah and bro I, I was pissed when you mentioned to me that you look I was vexed man <laughs> vexed in a good way and I was just like yo fam I've been wanting to do that forever Ninja Warrior, this brother's on, you know. I can't tell you what stage he gets to, just make sure you look out. Yeah, for it's going to be on ITV around April slash May kind of time. I think it's end of April, early May that I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. Looking forward to seeing that, bro, and laughing. Yeah, yeah, it'll be, um, fun. It'll be fun. And, you know, really successful 
businessman. I know you have your targets mm. that you want to achieve, um, but you certainly have been an inspiration. And I think people listening to this should be inspired um, to know that you can make something of the industry that is now because things are changing now. Well, I think you just need to make your own journey. You know, yeah. I mean, like just if you love something and you create it, you can sell it if you know how to do it. For instance, I absolutely love manga and anime. You know, mm-hmm. the, the whole Japanese style of cartoons and comic books. And I said to myself, one day I'm going to have my own manga. That day is now. I have my own manga. You know, I released the... Um, I brought out the first half of my first book. Made 200 test copies because I never sold a book before that sold out in a month and a half. That's because real people liked it. Now the full book is coming out, volume one. It's almost finished. It should be out within the next month or so. You can pre-order that on my website as well, DIYgang.co.uk. And it's literally... It's just a retelling of my life as a as a as an artist and my journey as an artist. So I want people to be able to read it and actually see the dedicated work and graph that has to go into creating a music journey. You can read that. You can look at the things that I do and you can put, take that into your own life and use that to to bring yourself forward. But it also has a load of fighting and special abilities in it as well. So there's that. Of course, yeah, of course. <clears throat> so is there a plan for the manga cartoon? You know what? I want to turn that into an anime. That's a longer term plan. We're, yeah. I'm probably looking at five plus years on that. Firstly, I need to get out volume two, three, four, five, six, etc. Right now, I'm um, just trying to get the book finished and get it out there because I know as soon as it's out there, it's going to do well because it's not only a dope story, but the artwork is ridiculous. Like I look at it and I'm, I, I'm thank God for my artist because. <laughs> you know what just go have a look at the artwork and try and tell me something about it if anybody opens their mouth and says it's rubbish you are blind I promise you that I will slap you in your face for free because it is sick wow I mean I don't know if this program's about slapping people in yo face, when it bro. comes to, when mm. it comes to the art because you know what I can get I can get bossy with the artwork because I didn't draw that you know what I mean so that's <laughs> that's not me being full of myself my dude my artist drew that so I can be as full of my full of full about it as I want because that's not me but when you when you look at the artwork, it's just ridiculous. Like you see the veins in the hands, kind of thing. Well, I mean, I saw a couple of clips. You showed me a couple. Yeah, of yeah. Clips I've got some new pictures for you. Anyway, I'll show you. I'll show oh, you that's that that's super dope, man. Um, I think <laughs> check that though, man. Look at the transition and everything I've noticed about your career as well, bro. It's all been a transition, but it's also been quite natural. Yeah, it's just stuff I like. Yeah. It's just stuff I like, like you know, anime and manga has always been something. And I think this is when you make your business about you and you make it about stuff that you're genuinely interested in and you're genuinely passionate about, people will buy into it because it doesn't seem gimmicky and it doesn't seem forced. You know, mm-hmm. anybody else who makes a comic book or anything like that, unless you're a proper nerd for that kind of thing, it looks bait. But mm-hmm. for me, I've been talking about this stuff from day. You, you can go on my Facebook, you can go back to years ago. I'm still talking about Dragon Ball. I'm still talking about Naruto. All of that kind of stuff I'm on. So it just makes sense that I step into that world as well. And when you look at my music videos, I fuse those kind of things as well. They, you get Brother. the martial arts, you get the anime in my music videos. We haven't even spoken about the Getz feature. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't even spoken about some of the music. You know what? We have to we have to speak about some of the music. Give me, like, I, <clears throat> people, you watch Love and Hip Hop, yeah? You know who Papoose is, yeah? This brother's got a tune with Papoose. Uh, featuring me, of course. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a sick tune. Sick tune that got the that got the playlist on. That got my first playlist on the Radio One X stuff. That's that was such a sick tune, man. Yeah. Um, you got the feature with Gigs, not oh, Gigs, Gigs. Sorry, Gets. 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 You got the feature with Gets, but the video was so 
dope, the animated video. Yeah, bro. yeah, you know what? I need to do another one of those, but it's just so expensive. You used the Stickman, wasn't it? It was yeah. a Stickman video, hey. People, tell you know them what, what they that can was, find. Is that all on your channel? Yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. It's on, it's on, it's, yeah, you go on YouTube, you type in Shaldo, you'll find all of my music videos. But you know what it was? That was ahead of my time because the amount of interest that got, I wasn't ready to feel that and I didn't really know how to you. how to work with that and how to how to capitalize expand that. on that expand yeah on um well you know what because it, it was getting a lot of views it was getting a lot of looks I should have been going around to the radio stations I should have been getting the the features and the interviews and stuff like that but I didn't know what to do with that I was just happy that people liked it do you mm. know what I mean but now having gone through that and made the mistake of not utilizing that opportunity I now know better how to do you understand Got what you. I mean? So if uh, one day I want to do another stick figure video, um, not yet because there's other stuff I need to do. But yeah, it's I like it. I like just different stuff. You know. So <clears throat> that video was so dope, man. And but moving on. Moving on, you know, you got um, last year Dropkick Man. Mm. That was uh, a surprise. That was a surprise because um, I won the the AIM Award, the hardest working artist award, which I fully didn't expect to win because there were people in that category who I thought would have blown me out of the water, but apparently not. Um, but yeah, so I just put out a track real quick. I turned that around in a matter of days and just put it out just as a thank you. And yeah, it got added to the Grind Shutdown playlist on Spotify. It was number 40 in the UK's viral chart for Spotify as well, top 50 chart. And yeah, it's my most successful track and I just turned that around quick. You know, I just wanted to just wanted to write something, so I did. And at this point, I just invested in the home recording setup. So now I don't even need to go studio to record. So that was one of the first tracks I'd recorded on my home setup, just to see how it sounded. So that's the madness. So it. as far as your setup's concerned, um, what are you using? Um, got the got the mic. I would need to check what it is because I can't remember off the top of my head. Got the mic, got the stand, got it into the laptop, got the soundproofing, just simple stuff. But do you know what it is? It's because I've spent so much time in studios, paying money in the studio and recording that I know exactly how to get the sound that mm -hmm. I want because I don't just go to a studio and record. I watch what the engineer is doing and I look and I learn. And so then when I'm sitting in front of my own setup now, I'm saving the money that I've invested on that. I'm now saving um in terms of studio time and i can spend five hours on a tune if i want to and that's not costing me money because mm. i'm there and i can make sure that every single word is on point and i'm happy with everything now i found that man i found when i was going to studio <clears throat> and recording i'm a person i don't write right mm. physically right but i write in my head yeah and when you're on the clock as it were mm, yeah it, it's time you, you rush yourself sometimes yeah um Having my own setup, I'm able to just go, all right, then cool. I like that. Go away and maybe a day later go, mm. you know what? The way I said that, nah, yeah, I, can say, yeah. I can change that word. I yeah. can change. I like to do a whole song in one sitting. But then, like I said, I can go away and you can listen to it a few times yeah. as I'm sure you do and come back and tweet that word, tweet this yeah, word. Yeah, I'm, I'm funny phrase. about like single words. Like I'll go mm. in and just re-record single little bits just to make it the clarity, just to get the clarity right, you know? And in fact, I've got a new tune that's coming out in um, February. It's called Kaioken. I'm going to show you that yeah. um, after we're done here. But yeah, excited about that one. Sick, man. Um, Merchandise-wise, music-wise we talked about, we haven't really spoken about how you managed to get shows because you've done tours and everything. Yeah, I have. But do you know what? The shows for me is the final frontier. Like, I believe in music, the three main areas that you need to master is the music, 
second is merchandise or not necessarily second but you know these three things music merchandise and shows or touring mm. um the shows section is what i'm working on this year so i'm, I'm putting together a, a short tour this year i'm going to be aiming to do a lot more performances but i'm not just doing that i'm actually doing a lot of speaking mm. um public speaking keynote speaking appearances on panels so i've got three um fe- uh, three conferences that i'm speaking at next month one of which is in amsterdam um i'm at the fast fast forward conference in amsterdam just talking about how i've built my career that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i go into schools into universities i talk to the students about building life and building a career as an independent creative and how it is entirely possible and you know that's that's just another way to to get out there and perform without directly performing you know mm. so yeah I'm still mastering the shows part of it and when I definitively work out how to get a thousand people into a venue every single time then I can say that I've mastered the shows so I I am a little bit hesitant to give concrete advice on shows yet because I don't feel like I've mastered it I've got ideas and I've got things that I've learned but if it's merchandise if it's music I've got that covered but yeah the shows that's coming working and, on that. and that's part of the reason why I'm taking a month or two off to really just knuckle down and focus on the on the weaker areas of my business which i think anyone needs to do absolutely well <clears throat> sorry you need to be honest with yourself mm. when it comes and to you that need to know, you need to know what your strengths and weaknesses are i know that i know that one of my weaknesses is that i'm not great with online stuff so if i can't do it i'll pay someone else to do it you mm-hmm. know and there's just sometimes you just have to just say you know what this is not for me but there is somebody else who can and i think it's robert kiyosaki who said um surround yourself with people who are smarter than you mm. and i think that is very poignant because you need to not only be able to control your ego to recognize when somebody is smarter than you but you also need to know what you are smarter than other people at and what other people are smarter than you at and that's not to say that they're going to be smarter than you at everything or that you're dumb just that you have your own specific talents and strengths and somebody else has their own specific talents and strengths and if you can pay them to bring their strengths and talents over to your camp and work on your behalf then why not brother um, I didn't know if it was Robert. I've heard the saying before. I didn't know it was Robert Kiyosaki, but I know that there's you know the the other saying, and it's not really a saying. It's just literally say the smartest thing to do in business is employ people that are better at you at doing certain tasks. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So it, it, it's that. And if you had any advice to, you see, a lot of the things that you've said here can be taken and and you know. If I just masked it and covered it and said didn't say it was music, mm. these lessons that you've learned can be used in any form of business. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So if you had a takeaway or a giveaway or a nugget or a gem for the people listening to the Met Money Monday podcast, um, and now understand that <clears throat> you know a little bit about the music industry, yes, but then they also understand that you make a living from music. And it isn't because of your, you know, a, a hundred and fifty thousand following on Instagram, etc., etc., etc. It's literally because you're out there, you're out there doing it. Whereas some people are on Instagram we, filming we can, and pretending to do it. We can we can make it simpler. I make a living doing music because people buy my music. Yeah, that's that's it. That's but it. you're getting them to buy it by being there. Yeah, and 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 and, and you know. But ultimately, I mean, you know, you can be there, you can do the shows and whatnot, but you can you can do free appearances and do the stuff for the for the uh, what's it called for the exposure. But ultimately, you need to know how to monetize what you do and how to squeeze every last drop out of what you do, and that's not 
money grabbing that's just being realistic that if you want the quality if you want the best possible art out of the artist then they need to be able to live and they need to be able to feel that what they're doing is worthwhile and that people are out there listening and supporting you know it's funny that you said um it's not money grabbing um because as an artist mm. as um i feel as though if somebody phones you up and says yo like the other day i had a, um somebody contact me about a feature mm. right Yo, can you feature on this track? I'm like, yeah, but um, let me listen to the track first because, as I'm sure with you, yeah. it's always about the music first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You listen to the track, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. I'm, I'm interested in it. Um, right, what budget are we working with? And the response I got from the person was almost like, how dare you ask mm. about budget? And I feel a lot of the key things that you've said again today is, look, your time's worth money. Yeah. Like, whatever you're doing, people out there, you know, even if you're sitting down advising other people, your time's worth money. Oh, yeah. And it costs me money to sit down and write lyrics because yeah. that's other things I can be doing. I can be working on my own project. Absolutely. And, uh, that's brain power. That's lyricism. That's wordplay. That's flows that could be used on my own stuff that I'm now using on something for you that I now can't use. So, and if you're selling it, even more so. Do you know what I mean? If you're mm -hmm. making money out of it, how come I can't make money out of it? Sure. You know? And it's the same with it's the same with live performances as well because back in the day at least when i was doing shows for exposure only and there were not there wasn't any pay everybody was getting paid the man in the toilet was getting paid the cleaner was getting paid but how come the the person who is putting on the entertainment and actually bringing the the guests into the venue is not getting paid that don't make sense to me never never did never mm. did yeah i can't take exposure to british gas i can't take exposure to flipping all of the bills that I got. Mm. Exposure don't pay my car insurance. You know what I mean? So you, you, everything has a value. Yeah. If you want me to perform, then kindly say, let's talk about the fee. Mm. Um, but bro, you know, that's almost the end of the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Um, to, to be speaking to you. What I want you to do before you go though, brother, and I know you mentioned it a couple of times, is if you can, because I know you have pop-ups all over the place, just tell the people where they can find you social media and you know you know what stuff. easiest thing yeah just grab me online because i always put out where i'm going to be in the physical world on my socials so facebook and youtube it's forward slash shadow music it's s-h-a-o-d-o-w music twitter snapchat instagram it's at shadow music website is diygang.co.uk but ironically if you put shadowmusic.com in you will also get to my website as well um spotify type in shadow Apple Music, type in Shadow, Deezer, Tidal, any of those. Listen to my music, stream it to death because they pay me 0.004 pence per play. That's a fourth of a penny per play. If you play it enough, I'll be able to buy a KitKat. And I really want a KitKat. And that's important. Yeah. Your book, can we buy that on Amazon? Not yet, but you can or you can pre-order it on my website. I will be putting it on Amazon as well when it's done. But for now, I've got it up for pre-orders because I'm trying to just finish the printing and everything like that. So if you pre-order it, you're directly helping the book get made. Um, and yeah, aside from that, just stay in contact. I, I put up all my shows and everything on my on my song kick, on my bands in town. And if you if you send me a message, I will send you one back. You will. And I love that. You know, I love that about <clears throat> when I'm reading YouTube and Amanda say, yo, this is sick. I'd be like, thank you so much for your <laughs> Yo, man, this is, and even when people put up negatives as well, bro, this is what I like yeah. about watching your progression as well. Even when people put up negatives, you don't respond with a, all up in your feelings. Mm. You know what I mean? You'll be like, okay, 
what is it exactly? You know, you try to get to the bottom yeah. of whatever they might have a problem with. Now, some people is just sheer ignorance. Yeah. And they've never had an artist come back to them and say, all right, thanks for your comments. What is it that you, you'd like mm. to, to change? And then they're like stomped, right? Yeah. And then I'm sure you turned a few of those like from haters to being yeah, like... Just some people just like to hate. For, I mean, yeah. YouTube commenters are some of the most venomous people in the world. And I think the anonymity... The am, anonym, 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 oh, I can't do this. Anonymity. There yeah, you go. Anonymity is what gives them... It makes them feel brave. But you know what? At the end of the day, I'm an artist and I'm putting my music out into the world and not everybody's going to like it. You just got to accept that. But as long as more people like it than those who don't, you're doing something right. Absolutely. And conversely, if nobody dislikes it, then you're actually doing something wrong. Because, That's a good point. Yeah, because you have to, like you're you're making watered down, bland, something like tasteless for everybody music. And that's boring. You, you, know, you have to you have to differentiate yourself and and when you are when you are targeting one group of people you are at the same time not targeting another group of people that's how it works you know you can't please everybody no and what? neither should you try nah. one of the things um i'm gonna ask for as well mm. is a book recommendation bro mm. um depends what you want if we're talking business we're, or talk, we're talking business. life we're talking business um there's, you know what? I'm actually reading Arnold Schwarzenegger's book at the moment, which really? is really, yeah, it's very good. I didn't expect it to be good, but it's very good. Um, that guy works from day dot. That guy's worked, and he deserves every piece of success he's got. But that will show you how he has diversified the brand, which is Arnold. And as a business person and a musician, you are a brand as well. So you need to think how you can utilize that brand and leverage it. Um, what else? Let me just have a look at my book list because. I like the sound of that Arnold Schwarzenegger book. What is mm. it? Is bio, what's it called? Do you know? Autobiography. Yeah, it's called uh, Total Recall: My Unbelievable, My Unbelievably True Life Story. Don't give them no more, bro. We're just making a one recommendation. Just one. Oh, okay. So Total Recall, Recall, my my unbelievably true life story. All right. And what I'm gonna do, people, just to simplify it all, I'm gonna. But put I need to. I actually do need to give one more because this one is very good as well. Go it's on. called How How to Make It in the New Music Business by Ari Herstand. Um, a guy who's personally inspired me because I completely forgot I also do the uh, DIY gang guide on YouTube which is a video advice series for independent musicians so if you go on my YouTube and you want further advice and you know real real life um, tips and tricks on how to get to a point where you can live entirely off your music watch the DIY gang guide on my YouTube but this guy Ari Herstandy does a blog called Ari's Take and I've read it for many years and it inspired me to do my YouTube and when he came over to the UK, we were both speaking on the BBC um, Amplify panel, different panels, but we met, uh, we went out for, for a drink and we had a chat and um, I bought his book and it's a fantastic book and I'd fully recommend it. And I recommend it even more because I know the guy and I've spoken to him and he's a good guy. So there you have it. Two books recommended. What I'm going to do, um, if you're, you're going to be listening to this on RomanBassRadio.com, so therefore i'll put some links up to it to, to all of the stuff there and to the shadow site etc 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 so you can go and grab um all the stuff there from the website um shadow's website is www.diygang.com.co.uk um you can so you can get him direct and yeah that's it thank you so much for passing through pleasure, brother man. um remember buy the music stream the music download the music see him on road buy cds off him buy his hat off him buy the clothes off his back 
Yeah, Support yeah, the brother. No, I ain't walking out naked, so. <laughs> <laughs> Support the brother. Thank you so much. This has been Met Money Monday. One more time, say it for them, Shaldo. Met Money Monday. It's your boy, Shaldo Diddy. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Bro.